Former DEA agent in charge Derek Maltz joins me to explain how deadly poisons are flooding across our open border and devastating our country and our young people. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Derek also lays out exactly how China is behind much of it. Follow the Sarah Carter Show wherever you get your podcasts. I've talked a lot about the Caltech KSG shotgun over the years, and it's no secret how much I love it. It's become the go-to shotgun for law enforcement and home defense, and for a really good reason. Uh, but why am I such a huge fan of the Caltech KSG? Well, like everything that Caltech invents, it created an entirely new class of shotgun. And the one that started it all is the KSG shotgun. It's the first 12-gauge pump-action shotgun chambered for three-inch shells. And with its dual tube mags, offers a capacity of 12 plus one. So that's six rounds in each tube plus one chambered. If you prefer two and three quarter inch shells, even better because the KSG holds seven plus seven plus one. That's 15 shells. You cannot ignore the downward shell ejection either. It makes the KSG truly ambidextrous and ejects shells away from your face. It's brilliant design. See the Keltec KSG up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K E L. TECweapons.com. Again, to find out more, visit KeltechWeapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. Now, the World Health Organization, they have declared monkeypox to be a global health emergency. It is the highest alarm it can sound, they said, because of the extraordinary spread to more than 70 countries. It's affected just under 20,000 people in 72 countries, according to the CDC. Now, here's my problem. This is not an emergency. It's a spread of choice. Because this is a virus that is transmitted like 99.9% of it, except for the two kids in the United States that contracted it. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. Dude, it's from, it's from like uh, uh, promiscuous gay intercourse. But here's the problem. The World Health, Health Organization, they voted on this like it was an emergency. And it's not an emergency. It's under 20,000 men. And this is the organization that wanted to lock down the world because of coronavirus. But they will not tell people who are engaging in voluntary risky behavior that has led to a viral spread to stop it. Because, you know, political correctness and optics, they don't want to be seen as being bigots. Because it's bigoted to tell people that if you are contributing to the worldwide spread of a virus transmitted one way, then that may be, then you're a bigot. Now, as for this one headline, it's, now they did, they did trace all of this. So 3,000 people in the United States, two little bitty kids have contracted it, a baby and a toddler. And according to the CDC of via Washington Post, the cases, each case is unrelated to the other. One was in Washington, D.C., and the other was in California. Now, the CDC said that it could be the result of household transmission. The two cases 
the infants traveling with a family that are not residents of the United States and that both cases linked to households. Now I'm going to read from this piece. It's very clinical, so just understand. The two cases linked to households for men who have sex with men and have sex with men community. And they said that they traced those cases back to individuals who come from the men who have sex with men, the gay men's community. That's what Rochelle Walensky verbatim told the newspaper, Washington Post, in an interview. The, the children are receiving antiviral treatments. 99.9% of the cases in the United States are men and who have romantical times with other men. And when they try to say, oh, it's where it's it's women. No, they're men who identify as women. See, don't throw the statistics like this. Stop it. So that's the problem. The law of responsibility here. And this virus is even, according to MIT Technology Review, it showed up in Stanford sewer. Monkeypox is in Bay Area wastewater. They have that story. They said that Stanford Sewer Coronavirus Alert Network, or SCAN, added monkeypox to the uh, list of viruses that it checks for when it tests wastewater daily. And monkeypox has been detected in 10 of the 11 sewer systems. Sacramento, Palo Alto, several other cities in the Bay Area. But it's... It's something that it's a voluntary thing. It is absolutely entirely voluntary. But yet you hear you have the, the World Health Organization. They insist on voting on it and classifying it as an emergency. But heaven forbid they tell anyone. No, we can't. You can't. We're not going to tell you to stop your behavior. We're not going to do that. But it is spreading. And now you have this situation where you have two kids that have it. This is the same organization that shut down the world for a virus. And yet. (sighs) But see, if you say anything. If you tell people to stop their behavior, then then you're apparently a bigot. I mean, that's kind of what's being suggested. I was reading this piece that I have on my notes here. They actually are, are debating how to even address it. They don't know how to address it because wokery has made scientists and medical professionals terrified on this, but not on a respiratory virus that affects everybody and they'll shut down the world. But on this, no, heaven forbid. They don't, they don't actually... It just is, is amazing to me. And I'm just wondering if there are going to be any ramifications on the population at large because, I mean, I just go back to coronavirus. But it is something that is a voluntary thing. You gotta, you're, you're choosing to do this. So how is this? I don't know. I've got a lot of questions. But it's all dudes. And I don't count as women the men who are claiming that they are, the men who are claiming that they're women. It is a, an issue that the medical community and science, they got to figure out what do they value more? Do they value 
If they really think that this is an emergency, then why not say, I mean, it's like the 80s or 90s all over again, is it not? How is this not? This is an STD. It is an STD. And they're terrified to, to treat it like that. This isn't science. This is politics. This is what happens when you politicize science. When you get so woke that you can't even actually, they don't even want to try to prevent lives and tell people to stop this, to stop being promiscuous because you're shaming someone for promiscuity or you're shaming, I don't know, it's just the dumbest thing ever. It's, it's, everything is shaming. Whether you are telling someone to lose weight if they're morbidly obese, that's apparently shaming. Everything's shaming. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick 5, brought to you by Caltech. Hospitals are reportedly struggling with staff shortages as the federal coronavirus funds run out. Public health experts fear the workarounds that they have discovered could actually degrade the quality of care over time. Burnout's bad. Staff turnover is bad. This is something everybody in the industry has known for quite some time. And, I mean, there's they need to fix it. Joe Manchin tests positive for coronavirus as the Senate is racing to finish its priorities. And there's a lot of anxiety because there's an August recess. And then that's when everything gets really, really nasty in everybody's districts. And during that that long, hot, late summer period, because they're campaigning, et cetera, et cetera. And then it's full on midterm push when they return. So they said that he disclosed a positive test early this morning and that he's not going to be in the Senate this week. Now, it may not be immediately. They're trying to pass that semiconductor bill. And then there's, of course, Finland and Sweden's. They want to they want to be members of NATO. But the same sex marriage thing, the prescription drug stuff, all of that, they have to have his vote. So there could be a couple of things affected by this. Uh, a carbon offset company. Hmm, imagine this. They uh, replant trees. Remember, Kane, you and I thought we could do this. Is like, you know, this seems like what we should have gone in. They accidentally burnt 35,000 acres in a second, the second of two forest fires that they've caused this summer. The carbon offset country, they were a uh, company, they were planting st- uh, trees in Spain. They started a massive wildfire, 35,000 acres. That wasn't the first one. It is uh, the company, this was the land life contractor planting trees. That's when they, that's what did it. The land life, they try to offset carbon emissions by planting trees. That's just the, this is so, it's bad. And talk about luck. A plane crashes near a lifeguarding, a lifeguard competition. Huntington, Huntington Beach, pilot was rescued by attendees seconds later. That's luck. Stick with us. There was a report that came out. And this was early, um, earlier this month. There is a report that says the army is considering having female showers showering with biological males. Oh, that's not going to go bad. That's not, dude. Because you can be whatever you say you are. There was a training slide that showed a vignette instructing soldiers on what to do if they encounter a female soldier soldier who identifies as male, according to the DOD's personal tracking system known as Defense Enrollment Eligibility Reporting System, or DEERS but hasn't surgically transitioned and so still has female genitalia. Kane, 10 jokes just popped into my head. Get me past it because, oh boy, get me past. I'm not going to be able to get past this. This 10 jokes, three of them are really amazing. 
We'll totally get in trouble, but they are so, so good. Deers. D-E-E-D-E-R-S. I don't know. So the slide instructs soldiers that they must accept living and working conditions that often austere, primitive, and characterized by little or no privacy. There's a difference, though, what they're asking. Soldiers with concerns are told to discuss them with their chain of command. Kane brings up a good point. What about dudes that identify as chicks? Your women and your shout. Because remember, what do they always say about gender? It's you don't have to be sexually attracted to the gender that you are appropriating. So you would have a dude who identifies as a woman but still has his male accoutrements. Going into a shower with uh, some women in the military? Uh, this is why the military is not a social experiment. And you're wondering why we're facing a recruiting nightmare. Hmm. New York Post had that headline last week, or last Friday. The uh, absolute wokery is killing our recruitment. Because no one wants to lay down their life for that. For one percenter problems and that's what they are you can get mad about it, but they're one percenter problems you know that it, it is they had uh army mandates they have uh training to help shoulders shoulder sh- 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 i can't even talk soldiers kind of important shake off that's why soldiers shake off the sex assigned at birth there's another headline It's not assigned at birth. You're born that way. Washington Free Beacon story. U.S. Army's training officers on gender identity. Mandatory military training program pushes soldiers to undergo gender reassignment surgery. They have the uh, slides and all that stuff. That's what some of the vignettes were. Vignette, soldier who was assigned male at birth. I don't believe in that language. You weren't assigned it. Someone's like, hmm, I'm going to give him the penis. And he, it's not how this works. What were you assigned? This is not like Reservoir Dogs when the guy is assigning, you know, colors. Why do I got to be Mr. Pink? Because. Why can't I be Mr. Black? Because I'm Mr. Black. You're Mr. Pink. That's not the same thing, okay? Golly. So all of this stuff is happening, and this is what our military is doing. And the the spokesperson for the Army confirmed it to the Free Beacon that they're a part of mandatory training. Isn't that something? And they're like, why is it that we don't have people who want to be in the military? Why is our recruitment down? We don't even know. Because we're looking for people who can perform to a certain level of physical excellence. This is not a social experiment project. We apparently, and this came from uh, uh, Senator Roger Wicker out of Mississippi, the military has spent six million man hours on woke training under President Biden. Oh my gosh. Meanwhile, 71% of young people are ineligible for the military and most careers too. You know why that is? They want to reduce the acceptance uh, requirements. Do you know why it is? Because we're looking for people, again, who can perform to a certain level of physical excellence. That is why. Because what you're, what it, there, there were all kinds of problems. Like if you were, if you were flat-footed, you couldn't, be, uh, you couldn't be considered. 
There's nothing wrong with saying that because that's what the military is. It is a defensive force. Can you fight? Will you fight? But now we are degrading the performance of our military. We are, de- we are diminishing their ability because we are using it as a social experiment. And this has all led to the Army jettisoning the GED requirement for an ever-woker DOD. They're desperate. We are coming into some troubled waters, folks. Troubled waters. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. All right, so this comes by way of Local 10. Kane found this story. It's almost, I think all our Florida listeners have taught Kane the habits on looking for Florida stories. So this is Cocoa Beach, Florida, a naked, N-E-K-K-I-D, naked Florida man followed three women on a Brevard County beach for blocks Saturday morning, uh, being inappropriate, as you can Imagine the entire time. Cocoa Beach Police Department, they arrested Alexander Siavate of Merritt Island uh, about 1 a.m. The three victims called police stated they were followed on the beach for numerous blocks by a naked male. And he was being very lewd. And so he was still unclothed when police found him. He smiled real big in his mugshot. And uh, then they put him in the police car. He was arrested for lewd acts and, and exposure of sexual reproductive organs, and it was nasty. Okay, I got to get this story. 24-year-old Florida woman was arrested on fentanyl trafficking charges after she got pulled over for driving her vehicle with no license plate. This is in Crescent City, Florida. I need to please tell you what she told the police when they pulled her over. Her name is Lindsay, Lindsay Presley. She told police that, yes, the fentanyl was mine, and the only reason I have so much of it is because I get a discount. Not, she, no officers, I'm not selling it, I just get a discount. Now, I'm looking at her, she's not an ugly woman. Like, why, why in the world do you, you gotta sell drugs like this? Why? Like, why, do, just why do you gotta, why you gotta do this? So, she uh, was totally issued. Because she was, uh, she had four grams or more of fentanyl. Sadly, her last name wasn't Biden, or she would have gotten off scot free. Uh, but she was arrested and charged with trafficking of fentanyl, possession of drug equipment. She's held on a half a million dollar bond. I know. So that's serious, man. Oh, shark bit off a dude's pinky finger. It was in the Keys. Not even Shark Week yet, is it? Isn't that Shark Week in September? Brett Reeder was fishing in the content Keys just south of Miami. And he hooked a six-foot lemon shark. And everybody noted, like, when they were watching the video, this is an ESPN, they're like, well, he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. You know, you get the hook out, you free the shark. But then he tried to pick the shark up. And then it did a shark roll, and it bit his finger clear off his hand. His wife applied a tourniquet. They drove the boat back to shore. He had to be airlifted to hospital for surgery. And there, there, he lost his pinky. That's it. So he's going to have a nubbin where his pinky is. Anybody would tell you not to do that. Did I tell you about how I met a bunch of, uh, I think they're nurse sharks. They kind of look like catfish in a way when we were in the Exumas. And my family was like, get down, get a picture with the shark. And I touched it briefly and I got straight the hell out of that water because that's just shark's house. Swimming with turtles was different though. 
Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Former DEA agent in charge, Derek Maltz, joins me to explain how deadly poisons are flooding across our open border and devastating our country and our young people. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Derek also lays out exactly how China is working with Mexican drug cartels to wage asymmetrical warfare against our nation and how our government refuses to deal with the threat seriously. Don't miss it. Follow the Sarah Carter Show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.